If you've been listening to my show, you know that the importer on the back of the bottle is one of the surest ways to guarantee a quality bottle of wine. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Taub Family Selections. Taub Family Selections is a dynamic, fourth-generation, family-owned wine import company with a truly incredible portfolio of fine wines from 11 countries. These wines not only embody the unique terroir in which they are produced, but the passion and integrity of each family member involved from vineyard to table. Notable estates include Mastro Berardino, Bertani, Travellini, Ferrari, Coldorcia, Trimbach, Jean-Luc Colombo, Jean-Michel Jarin, among many other renowned producers. They also have from Bordeaux, Lafitte Rothschild from the left bank, and on the right bank, they have Chateau Lafleur. I'm telling you, these guys have it all. To find out even more, go to TaubFamilySelections.com. That's T-A-U-B, FamilySelections.com. Do you know about Grapes, the wine company? Grapes is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. They offer a remarkable selection of wines and spirits. The breadth and depth of their inventory is astounding. Add in an unparalleled level of expertise and customer service, and you could see why other retailers are green with envy. Through their extensive and ever-growing network of relationships from around the world, Grapes, the wine company, offers the opportunity to discover the newest and most exciting wines and revisit the classics from both established and emerging wine regions. Grapes features a selection of over 4,000 wines and spirits. The Wall Street Journal has called Grapes one of the most influential retailers in the U.S., and it rings true to this day. Wine is a joyful thing, and Grapes the Wine Company exists to connect people with the choices bottles. Ordering is super simple using their easy-to-navigate website, or go old school and call to speak with one of their wine consultants for an in-depth feedback for your wine and spirits needs. Call them at 914-397-9463. That's 914-397-WINE. Or email your general inquiries to info at grapesthewineco.com. That's info at grapes, T-H-E-W-I-N-E-C-O.com. You'll be glad you did. Hey, I'm MJ Taller, also known as a black wine guy. I went from being a totally obsessed wine newbie to becoming the world's first ever African-American fine and rare wine auctioneer in less than three years. In this show, I'll be talking to the mavericks, the philosophers, the players, and the deep thinkers who inhabit the world of wine. They'll share their experiences on how they made it, but more importantly, how they failed and got back up again. So grab a glass and let's get to it. This is the Black Wine Guy Experience. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your boy MJ and welcome to the Black Wine Guy Experience. My guest today is esteemed Shadow Enough to Pop Viron and winemaker Isabel Ferrando. Isabel has been cultivating vines and making wine in Shadow Enough to Pop for 18 years. Uh, her wines have been dubbed by critics as some of the most profound wines on the planet, Shout out to Jeb. Uh, inspired by the Burgundian tradition of single vineyards, Isabel produced three different cuvées from St. Prefer's Estates from 2003 to 2019, Classique, Reserve Auguste Favier, and Collection Charles Giraud. Uh, Isabel remain, uh, remains and maintains a strong commitment to organic and biodynamic practices in all of her work. Welcome, Isabel. 
Thank you. Thank you for your welcome. And I'm happy to be here with you today. So happy to be here with you. We had a couple of uh, false starts. We, we thought we were going to do this back in January and that didn't happen and thought yes. we were going to do it earlier in the week. And then, you know, it, you know, silly Americans, like we don't, you know, we, we, we tell time, like we should have used like, you know, 1500 and 1700. So it just got all just jumbled, but we're here now and Mademoiselle is amazing, and <laughs> this is going to be a great show. I'm super excited because, as you all know, if you follow me, and listen, I love Shouting Up to Pop, I love Roan Vitals, and I think that Pinot Noir wants to be like Grenache when it grows up. I agree with you. <laughs> Congratulations. That yeah. is exactly what I think yeah. and what I feel. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So tell everybody about the wines you brought to share. Oh, so today I share with you two bottles, a bottle of white of Chateauneuf du Pape and a bottle of red. The white is very interesting for me to share that bottle with you because it's a new project that I offer to the customers since uh, the vintage 2021. Oh, wow. It's a first baby. And uh, if you see the label, I changed the name yeah. for the name of Family. Isabelle Ferrando. Oh, wow. And it's new. After saint préfère I create a single new white of Chateauneuf-du-Pape under the name of Family Isabelle Ferrando. The grapes are the same. They are coming from the terroir of saint préfère Okay. Big stones, gravel, blue, clay, and sand. The grapes are the same. A blend of claret and roussanne, but... I changed something, and my secret is that I use a glass vat for making fermentation. All I right, see I you are. I, I gotta stop you. Yes, this is a first for me. It's a first a for glass a vat? lot of people. Yes, I mean I know amphora, you know concrete, I know, but yes. you said glass. I say glass. Wow. Why? Why? Because because with the glass, I obtain the best purity and uh, salinity in the wine that I am looking for. In the Rhone Valley, in the south of the Rhone Valley, our challenge is to obtain the best quality of the freshness as possible. With glass, I obtain a fantastic sensation of freshness and salinity in the wine. That is new. That is my new project that we share together. And you are, you are one of the first in New York to, to taste this wine. See, I That's love this. you. That's huge. The, the, the black wine guy. Exactly. This podcast thing <laughs> is paying off for me. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so excited. And yes. um, you said, and what's the blend? You said it's Claret and uh, and Roussan. What, yes. what's, the, what's the percentage? Just curious. The, the Claret is around 70% okay. and uh, Roussan 30 I am one of the first winemaker in Chateauneuf-du-Pape to use so many claret in the blend. Yeah. You know, Chateauneuf is the school of blending. Yeah. And we love to use different grapes variety. We can use 13 different grapes variety for blending. I only use two for the white, claret and roussanne. And I select the claret because of the freshness. Since, uh, since grapes variety is very interesting for aging, a long aging. And uh, as a woman, the wines is one of the best products who slowly age very well, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's very true. You, yes. you agree? <laughs> I, I, I agree, mademoiselle. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we like to start at the beginning. So you were born in... Uh, 
Carpentras. Car- yes. Carpentras. Yes. In southeastern France. Okay, what? I, where is that located? Because I don't know. I'm sure most of my listeners don't know, um, except for those who are winemakers who have visited uh, yes. your area. Yes. Uh, where is that located and what was it like uh, growing up? I was a children born in, at the foot of Mont Ventoux. It's a little mountain okay. in the south of France. And Carpentras is one uh, a town at the foot of Mont Ventoux. And nobody, nobody in my family does do any wines before me. I am the first one. Wow. And it was a big surprise for my family, especially because I was a super student. I, I do fantastic business school and uh, a fantastic politics science studies. But my vocation not, was not here. And a day after meeting my uh, darling, my husband, I decided to change of life and to become winemaker. Everybody around me tells me, you're crazy. You will stop in the next two years. But no, 20 years after, <laughs> I am always winemaker and uh, so happy to be winemaker. So why do I become winemaker? I think that uh, it was my vocation. I, 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 I'm not able to do something different. I love wine making and I love spend my time in the vineyard and speak with my team and I love create. And wine for me are such a part of artistic creation, you know? Yeah. That is what I love, this job. Yeah. And this job is my life. Well, let's back up because we got a long way to go from being winemaker. So, uh, did you have a big family? How many? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Any siblings? Yeah. Uh, was it uh, sœur and frère? Do you have any sœur and frère? I have two sisters. Okay. One is living in Nouvelle Caledonie, New Caledonia. Oh, wow. Very far away, close to Japan. Yeah. And uh, she's married with a fantastic family uh, from India. And uh, my little sister, Sophie, is living in France. And uh, she's the mother of a fantastic uh, lady, Mathilde. But nobody makes wines mm-hmm. in my family. Mm-hmm. And the first is teacher. The second one is uh, uh, manager of a team of uh, teacher. Okay. Yes. All right. So, um, like you said, no one in your family has ever made wine. Um, no. But wine is part of the culture and where you're from, right? So did your family always have wine on the table growing up? Of course. You know, when I was young, in Christmas, there is a lot of tradition in Provence. One of the most important is the fact that we drink Chateau Neuf du Pape. That is the king of the wines for the Rhone Valley and Provence, uh, Provencal culture. And uh, I remember when I was young, I wait for that my parents go to the bed. And in the night, I go back around the table and finished the glass of Chateauneuf. <laughs> so I was happy and <laughs> I remarked that these wines were fantastic with a lot of fruit. Candy fruits even give me a fabulous sensation. Sensation of uh, fruits of the summer, sensation of uh, sweet mm-hmm. and the sensation of, uh, of course, a little bit of uh, ivresse. I was a little bit tranky, but so nice to be like this. So when I became winemaker, I had only one project. It was Chateau Neuf du Pape on our thing. <laughs> and my husband tells me, it's impossible, Isabelle, you know, there is no harvest to, to sail in Chateau Neuf, except at one, Saint-Préfère. And that is where, the moment when, where I meet my destiny. 
I meet Saint-Préfère and it was, uh, comment vous dites le coup de foudre I fall in love with his uh, vintage and vineyard, excuse me, and uh, it was in the year 2003. Okay. okay. Yes. So before that, um, you, you said, I think at some point we were talking, probably in the before the poor, um, you were a banker. Yes. Okay. So did you live in a larger city when you were doing the banking? Where were you? Where were you? Working as a banker, I was banker in the south of France, close to Avignon, in okay. the little town uh, named Nîmes. In Nîmes, I was director of farmers, uh, the market of the farmers, you know, uh, agricole business okay, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. of the agricole industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remark that uh, people do good business with. Uh, a lot of uh, farmers' business, and especially with wine. But it was just a, bus a business. And I spent a long time in the vineyard with my customers. And I remarked that I love wines more and more. <laughs> and a day I thought, if this guy can do wines, why not me? Because it was possible. The only question I asked to me was, is that possible for a, a woman? It was 20 years ago, you know. And I thought, uh, is that possible for for me physically to do wine? I know it was possible because when I decide to change of life, I go back to the school and then I understand that everything is possible when you believe in your project. Mm, we're getting gems already. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let's talk about your, your, your family. Your father's from Algeria. Correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and you know, you've mentioned other articles that the the roots have influenced your palate and therefore your winemaking. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, what type of meals were prepared um, uh, in your home? So, my father is born in Algeria. That's true, and I have a big influence of Oriental flavors yeah. in my uh, in my kitchen. And my mother is born in Provence, and the milt. The, the, the melting point, point uh, between these two cook are, is fabulous. So from Algeria, I eat a lot of couscous because you know what is the first plate in the cooking in France? It's couscous. Best couscous I ever had was in Paris. Yes. I was staying in La Marais. Yes. It was like eating air. It was so light. I yes. couldn't believe it. It was yes. so light. It was like eating. It was so amazing. And the, the spice and the, yeah. the, all the, the different spices in the couscous are interesting for me with, with the red of Chateau Neuf du Pape. It's fantastic. In Provence, we have a lot of vegetables or fruits, candy fruits, and the lamp, and uh, a lot of um, honey. And uh, this is melt with uh, amand, with uh, uh, the melting of this food is the best uh, meal you can imagine with uh, our wines. But today I love a lot uh, Japanese food. I love uh, Oriental food, of course, yeah. and uh, American food, too, of course. Well, you didn't have American food for lunch. You went for French food, but that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> um, and... What do you know about, uh, this is interesting, what do you know about um, Algeria and like the French wine trade? Like I've heard that they used to bring grapes from Algeria, Morocco and like mm, yes, boost yes. up Burgundy. Mm. Like what, 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 do you, what do you know about that being that? 
Many people who follow me on uh, Instagram uh, uh, ask to me, you did travel three times in Algeria? Why? And I have to say to you that I go back in Algeria next month. Why? Because that is a fantastic country. And this country have a fantastic vineyard with old Senso. The best Senso I ever seen in the world are in Algeria. Okay, so... I'm, I don't, I'm, but like, I know they also have some old vines in Lebanon, but I think people forget like those countries, Lebanon, Algeria, they're part of the Mediterranean, basically. No, there's Mediterranean between yeah. us. So I take the fly from Marseille yeah. to Algiers. Okay. And then I spend uh, a long moment in the vineyard in Algeria because the Algerian government uh, asked to me to, to help a little oh, bit, wow. to, get, to give advices. And I love that. Uh, Algeria vineyard is... Um, sleeping but i have a lot of uh, hopes for them for wake up this vineyard with fantastic uh, grapes and the vine of uh, senso i love senso by me the way too. I, I was me too i was like is she gonna bring because mm. i know you make yes it's very expensive senso. you make a pure senso yes. it's like 700 bucks a bottle yes. um, at retail but yes. I, when i when yes. i when something big next big thing happens money wise like i get some money like a lot of money. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get that bottle. But I invite you in, in my estate okay, and then we test together. Okay. At that's, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I and, 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 and I, I don't want to get ahead, but I think in the, I read somewhere in the Cuvée uh, August Fabia, there is yes. a little bit of Sinsoa. Exact, yeah. exact, exact. It's, that is one of my favorite second grapes variety in the blend of Chateau Neuf du Pape. Sinsoa is like a Pinot Noir in, yes. in Rhone Valley. Yeah. They give flowers of uh, rose of garden and uh, it is very fragile, very elegant. Yes. Th that is like uh, Muppets in a sugar, you know, when the, in September, when rain false mm -hmm. we have to be very carefully about the skin of the senso because they are very fragile and i always always wait for the best moments for the maturity perfect maturity for keeping my senso for making my best wines as possible and the fabulous cuvee f601 who is a pure senso cuvee Algeria inspires me mm. for this uh, special cuvée. There are Senso in my vineyard who were planted in the 1928. Oh, wow. Very old grapes and uh, very old vine. I am very proud about that. And uh, we care very carefully. We work very carefully. This vine, like uh, my baby, each, each food is my baby. My team know that. That is a, a private garden uh, just for the best of the team. That is a Senso. A Senso is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm going to be on the lookout for like Algerian mm. Senso. You got, it's on my radar. Yes, yeah. yes. Because I, 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 it is such an underrated grape. I, I love it. It's beautiful. Yes. I agree with you. Okay. So um, you said, you know, you were, your 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 focus your sector of banking was ag agriculture agronomy and so you would go out to the vineyards with your yes. clients and you're like oh my god i love this and you you kind of uh figured out what you're going to do so at some point i figured you, you probably went back to your parents and said hey yes i'm, I, I'm gonna stop being a banker yes and i want to be a winemaker what did they say 
So my parents wasn't, were not agree with me, of course, <laughs> but I was an adult and uh, you are an adult when we decide alone what you want to do and you do it by yourself. But the most important to know is that my husband was my first supporter. And that is because he was behind me and tells, you can do it. You can do it. Do it. I am, I am here for the family. Mm-hmm. Don't be anxious. So I leave the bank and I take my chance. And I begin this new job with um, no, no anxious. I was today. When I think about this moment, I say, you were crazy. <laughs> you never imagine how much difficult it was, mm-hmm. because it was difficult, of course. But I was so sure that it was my destiny. Mm. I do it. And uh, the miracle comes from America, because the second supporter of my job after my husband was Robert Parker. Oh, wow. He gives me a fabulous rating for my first uh, vintage. And I have to say that uh, the American spirit is uh, fantastic because you don't want that somebody makes the job since 20 years before saying it's a good job. You taste and you say it's right, good right. or no. Yeah, yeah. That is the difference with the French mentality. Yeah. And American people welcome me immediately. That's why I, I never forget that. Yeah. I, I never forget. Yeah. Thank you, America. <laughs> <laughs> so for that so for that um first uh vintage, did you jump right in and purchase prefair or did you have to purchase grapes and how did you how did it uh did you buy grapes? So it's probably you had to buy. No, I never buy grapes. Okay, so you never. Bought, you, you and your husband went in yes. and bought. Yes, okay. all the grapes are coming from my own vineyard. I don't buy grapes gotcha. like America. It's not so evident in I France. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. It's a little yes. different here. Like people. Yes. There's people who just grow grapes and don't even make wine. It's not the same job for me. The business is not my subject. Gotcha. My subject <laughs> is to be happy in what I do, and I love uh, working my soil and my my vineyard it's my baby i am living in the middle of my vineyard you know each every day when i open my eyes i see my vineyard and they are my baby each one takes me hello ma'am each morning (laughs) so i can't imagine to buy grapes it's not it's not my job yeah yeah no I, i that's and that's a and that's a big difference i think um that a lot of listeners don't kind of get like here there's people I mean, we have people in the United States who say who who have a wine, who make wine, and they don't make it. They actually either hire someone completely to make it, or they hire or they buy bulk juice like a negotiate would, mm-hmm. and put a label on it, and then just go to town on the marketing. Versus like yes, worrying about what's in the bottle. The consumers, the consumers makes a difference. I, I'm sure it's another job. I respect it absolutely. That is a choice, but the consumer, the consumers makes a difference and accept to pay a price for a job, yeah. and a good job, a good price for me. Yeah. Uh, the expression of the terroir in France is a fun, is important idea because. Uh, that is like if you speak about the place where you are born. The wines are born where? The, the wines are the expression of the place where they are born. And for us, it's very important because that is the way that 
that is a way of thinking the life. For everybody, the place where you are born is important. It's the same for the wine, for me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, so many people, <laughs> like me, I'm like, I... I can't say I hate where I'm born, but I don't want to live there no. anymore. <laughs> We're a little different. Everybody like wants to move from their small town to like New York or Los mm. Angeles. You know what I mean? Yes, we don't, I understand. We're not surrounded by beautiful vineyards and lavender fields and, and just Mistral winds bringing that salt air off the Mediterranean. Yes, know? but the roots, the idea of the roots is yeah, uh, yeah. important for, for French people. And for wine lovers, I, I, I know they they they... They feel the special relationships between the winemakers and the and the soil and the the roots. Yeah. So let's back up a bit because you know you had never made wine before. You yes. Purchased a domain. Um, did you go to some type of uh, winemaker school or did like a, a, a oh, crash it's course? Important question. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's a job that you can learn. If, yes. You, if you want to learn it. Uh, you have to go back to the school. Yeah. That is what I did. I uh, I learned my job in the school of winemaking in Carpentras and then in Orange, little town close to Chateauneuf-du-Pape. And second, I learned my job with uh, fantastic winemakers. My teachers were two, Mr. A in Gigondas, a fantastic winemaker, Domaine Raspay A in Gigondas, and second one, Mr. Henri Bonneau, in Chateauneuf du Pape, fantastic <laughs> winemaker, a friend of me. She's <laughs> yes. Uh, some of you, uh, so I, I have people who are just beginning in wine, and yes. I have winemakers like you and yes. and vineyards. And um, Henri Bonneau is like a fucking badass. Like, yeah, she's, he's she's a pope. Be, yeah, he's like exactly. It's, it's, it's he's like, a pope. It's like she said, yeah, you know, um, Steven Spielberg helped me make my movie. You know? it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of the greatest in the world. <laughs> yes, I know, but Henri was somebody very simple and uh, very often, very open. Mm -hmm. He has open minds. And uh, when we meet, it was a joke for him because it was the first time that uh, he accepts to open his door to a teacher. And uh, I was a lady. I was uh, not, a, not a man. I was a lady. <laughs> you are a lady. <laughs> You are not a man. It seems to be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he was patient and so passionate by the, the vineyard of Chateauneuf. So we, we, we became friends, very close. Our family are very close today. And uh, Henri passed away, but we are very close with his son, Marcel, and then with his wife, Jacqueline. And we see every week. So they are like my family. Yeah, yeah. And in my spirit, Henri Bonneau is present. I'm not Henri Bonneau. I am Isabelle Ferrando and I do different wines because nobody can copy, copy Henri Bonneau. Henri Bonneau is unique and the wines are huge. Uh, it's a style, but the respect of the terroir is the first lesson of Henri Bonneau. Mm. He was a great, great winemaker and uh, he has a lot of respect for the terroir of Chateauneuf-du-Pape. That is my first lesson. Yes. That wine, um, that's what really got me hooked on Chateauneuf-du-Pape. I had, uh, it was back in 1999. Yes. I had a, I had a 1990 Bano uh, Cuvée de Celestins. Oui. But it was, it was even better. Um, it, was, it was a merchant, like um, back in the day, um, 
wine merchants, a lot of wine merchants in the U.S. would actually go over. They go visit, but like some some had such good relationships, like they would get a buy a barrel. Mm-hmm. So this was this was like the reserve of reserve to Cuvée Celestins. Like it was, which Parker gave a hundred points. Yes, of course. Yeah, and but like I had that wine. I was like, <sighs> like I was like, this is it. It is iconic. Uh, it's I was, iconic. I, yeah, yes, I was just like the, the the, and I at that point I had had. Pomerol, I had at Petrus, I had had, mm-hmm. um, you know, 86 Mouton by that point. Mm-hmm. But that, for me, that was wine just was was the wow wine. It was just like, oh my God, this is just. The message of the simplicity is the most difficult message that you can send to the world. And Henri has the genius of the simplicity. He tells me, you know, the best wine that he, he ever drinks. Do you know what is that? A simple gros plan of peinante. Why? Because he explained to me when I was a child, I go fishing with my father to the Rhone, mm-hmm. Rhone River. We stay here and for the lunch, he opens a bottle of, of Gros Plan from Pénanté. And we drink together this wine, yeah. my father and me. Mm-hmm. And he tells me the, the message of the bottle is... A message of love life and the people with who who drink the wines are so important, yeah. so important as the bottle. Yeah. So the best bottle of the world, if you taste it alone, sad, in a, a bad uh, moment of your life, it will not be yeah. a, the best bottle. Right. The best bottle is the fantastic bottle you share with important persons. Yeah. That is a message of the simplicity of Henri. So he makes wine with a lot of simplicity and uh, her wines are fabulous for me. Absolutely huge. I remember him um, each day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I would say, and you mentioned your other mentor, He his domain was in Gigondas. Yes, Monsieur E. Raspail E. Another personality, somebody very... Silencious, silence guy. He never. When I arrive, I spend a year with him. The first day, he tells me, Isabelle, if you have any question, write it on the paper. And at the end of the year, if you don't find the answer by yourself, you can ask me the question. You imagine? It was incredible, but fantastic lesson because it, he explained to me without saying, you have the answer in yourself. So don't lose your time to ask questions, feel what happens, see around you and take your time. Mr. A is a fantastic person. He retires now, but uh, we meet often and we speak about my job. He's proud of my job and uh, it touches me that when he says, I am proud of you, Isabel, because... Uh, it's a great person. He has two sons, two two children now who works uh, at the, the head of the estate, and they make very good okay. wines. Yes, yes, nice person. Yeah, I love his philosophy. I I'm someone who never uh, likes to ask a lot of questions because um, I I say if you if you if you break the word down, I say when you ask, you are shunning the quest because the quest is for your own knowledge, and how you get that is like he said. By doing, by looking within yourself. Yes. And so I think that's just a beautiful philosophy of teaching he, he shared with you. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yes, that, that is my advice. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so 
talk a little bit about um because you mentioned this and you could talk a lot a bit about it but you were saying you got started like in 2003 and even then it was hard for you as a woman like or you thought there so what what talk about what it's like to be a female winemaker vivant <laughs> In, in, in a country steeped with tradition. I mean, over here, we're, I mean, yes, it's, it's, it's tough over here, but, but, but yeah, but, yes, but what's, yes, it, what's it like? Yeah. And it's a traditional job. Yes. yes. This, it gets handed down. Yes, yes. Yeah. So at the beginning, I don't know exactly what they thought. I think they thought um, that I will um, stop. I don't will uh, stay winemaker a long time. So... They don't care me. They they don't speak with me. I was alone, except at Henri Bonneau, very close mm -hmm. to me. Do I feel uh, a woman in my job? A raise. It doesn't stop because I am a woman. So I can change that mm -hmm. and I am happy to be that. But do I have a, a feminine way of working? I'm not sure. Maybe. I'm not sure. Now it's not my question. A few years ago, it was a question for mm -hmm. me because mm -hmm. I was uh, attentive that nobody uh, asked me, uh, are you a woman? Are you able to do that, that <laughs> job? Of course, everybody can do it. Uh, it this job necess um, for this job, it is necessary to have a sensibility, not to be strong, mm. to have a sensibility. Yeah. That is something different. So the first years, I think they were in the doubt. And it's normal because before me, there were not a lot of women who were making great wines. It's his job. Now, I think it's not yet a question. It's finished, this question. I feel that my daughter will be winemaker. Uh, she works uh, and she's back in at school for that. And uh, she explained to me that uh, that is a race, a question for her because people around her don't believe that she's able to do the same job as the guy. Mm. And she's, um, her sensibility is um, uh, affected, affected by that. So... I my unique advice is don't mention it, don't listen to that. Do your job and stride on. D don't mention it. But is that? Uh, I think it's less hard today. Yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, effectively, the business is not so hard physically because we can work. Uh, without a strong movement, you know, it's not necessary. What is necessary? Sensibility and brain, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And a woman as man has the same quality for that. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> 100%. And in a lot of things, women are more sensible than men. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> um, were there any other, um, besides those two mentors, um, have you collected some friends along the way that you consult with when you're uh, thinking about your decisions in the vineyards or anything like that? Okay. Oh, that's a long, long story. Uh, we work uh, with organic practice, of course. Okay. I'd say, of course, because for me, it's evidence when you drink good wine that the practice is organic. If no, you can obtain the best expression of the terroir. So organic is evident. But we used to um, 
special practice uh, called uh, biodynamic because it's a way of being in perfect harmony with the soil, the weather, the moon, the stars, and uh, to be exactly uh, in the good feeling with the nature. But that's not sufficient today because we have a lot of challenge with the weather and the hotness. That's why we develop a lot of uh, biodiversity systems. We plant trees, fruit trees in the vineyard, amant trees, uh, olive trees and different trees in the middle of the vineyard for obtain the best uh, condition for fighting against against the hotness and the dryness in the winter in the summer excuse me we have a big deficit of water it's a big problem and uh, you know the um, changing of the climate is not uh, an idea it's a fact we we mark that. I, I, Do you know that? I, I, I know that, but you you've been watching. You watched us over the past four years, mm-hmm. and people are like it's, it's a hoax. It's not a hoax. It's you literally you can look at any it's map of the world. You can look mm-hmm. at any map, and it's hotter. It's it's not an option. Yeah. Yes, I we don't use any plastic. Never no plastic in the vineyard. We don't use chemical products. Only natural products. We make uh, herbs tea for um, the, the the vineyard, and all my tin is very very um, organic tin because they they eat organic and they live organic. It's important, really important. You have to be coherent between your your thoughts mm-hmm. and your what you do. And my wines are the expression of my vision. My vision is um, a world vision. I am Provençal and I am a world citizen. Mm. And for me, the question of the, the world are my, que- my question. At my place, I try to contribute to make the best as possible. And that is what I feel util, util for the community of human. I try. And my team too. I have a fantastic team. There are 11 around me because I don't do nothing. They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They are the most important uh, people in the vineyard. Right. They are, not me. Yeah. I am the ambassador, but they are the the workers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, you mean you can't you can't save your little part of the world by uh, just doing your little binary? I mean, I love what you said because people think like you are you are doing your part, but everybody we all live on this planet. If the planet goes, we're all going. It's it's not like. You know, people need to understand. We all need to pitch in and do our parts. And I love that. That's at the core, the center of what you're practicing mm. down there. Um, and just tell people a little bit about um, biodynamic, because you mentioned it's it's it is uh, the theory from Rudolf Steiner is like uh, you're aligning everything, all the systems with the star. So, do you every spring do you? get the bull's horn. And so tell people about what that, because a lot of people don't know what happens at a biodynamic vineyard. The idea of the biodynamic is to understand that uh, uh, life is a circle, you know? Mm -hmm. So when the plant produces fruits, um, and we have to, the, the plant use the soil for food. And we have to give back to the soil what the plant takes for her. So, 
we re um, regive to the to the soil what we take mm -hmm. to the soil. The second idea is that we have to be the best observer of, of what happens around us, weather, uh, rain, um, wind, and. Uh, the sky, the stars, and the best moment for obtaining the best result depends on the position of the planet and the position of the star and the moon. And we use this calendar for working. Okay. And the first idea, we use as possible uh, the, as a homeopathic okay. earth system. Yep. Mm -hmm. We use the plant for uh, fighting against sick. Okay, We are very soft uh, for for um, working in the vineyard and we only do what is necessary, no more. Less is more. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is most difficult. Don't touch if that is not necessary. Ex uh, for example, the green harvest is not very often in my vineyard. I prefer to cut the plant in the winter with a certain uh, idea of the production mm -hmm. and not to go back because mm. when you go back, it's like uh, if you touch a second time the, the skin of the plant, it, it's not good. Yeah. So less is more. That is what I think. And my team uh, do exactly what we, we say together. Yes. Yeah. So you know what's funny? Um, in, in, in the United States, we call it drop in fruit when they cut. What, and last week's first time I heard green harvest. Now I've heard it like five times. It's so funny. But um, your philosophy is like you're you just want to be in tune with your vines. You're going to make that cut. And you're saying when it comes to harvest, it's going to have the right amount of fruit. Is that correct? Like you try not to go yes. back in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As possible. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, since two years we have frost and heal. So <gasps> the production is poor. That is nature. We I accept. Second lesson, you have to accept. Mm. If you don't accept what happens, you became crazy. And I don't want to be crazy. <laughs> and I want to sleep. So I accept what happens. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we accept the fact that we have to take a quick break to satisfy the wonderful people bringing this podcast. And we'll be right back. All right. Are you ready for another great distributor to look for when shopping for fine wines and spirits? Let me tell you about Independence Wine and Spirits, or IWS. IWS is one of the hot, up-and-coming distributors of fine wines and spirits headquartered in New York City. Like Taub Family Selections, IWS is owned by the Taub family, who have re-entered the New York wholesale market, bringing the family back to its roots in distribution, where they held court from 1951 through 2004. IWS is proud to represent an exceptional portfolio of high-quality, terroir-centric, and historic producers from around the world, including Italy and France, where they have an exciting roster of burgeoning Vinrones from Burgundy that are coming your way soon. They also have domestic producers such as La Coya, Cardinale, Staglin, El Molino, and many more. To learn more about IWS, go to independencewine.com. Hey, are you looking to order that special bottle you had on vacation? Uh, do you need to find a bourbon your boss has never tried? How about wrapped bottle gifts for teachers, coaches, or your sales force? Grapes the Wine Company can provide all this and more. They do Zoom tastings, winemaker dinners, wine-driven charity events, seller consultations, and stellar suggestions. They do it all. Did we mention Burgundy? If you left your heart and bone... There's no better stateside destination to shop for red and white burgundy. 
not to mention the great wines of France, Italy, Germany, the U.S., and Spain. That's grapesthewineco.com. Okay, we're back. And uh, Isabel just took a nice big... By the way, this is fresh. Yes. It's so alive. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, this, uh, this white shadow enough is... Mm. See, that's a winemaker. That's how a vino won't taste. You know, you don't hear me. I just go, taste oh. it. I'm excited to get on this red. Oh, well. mm. That's all for me. You want to rinse or? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, while we're rinsing and doing wine things. Um, so you mentioned that, uh, you know, one of your mentors, he's from, uh, Gigandas. Why, yes. why, why Shadow Enough to Pop? Why not Gigandas? Why not Vakaras? Why, what drew you to Shadow Enough to Pop? When I became, a, when I go back to the school for learning my new job of my winemaking, mm-hmm. you know, I was, um, around 30 years, a little bit more, and nobody did want to welcome me for being my my teacher, professor, professor mm-hmm. of winemaking. Because I was a lady, a woman, because I was not born in a farm, farm family, yeah. and because uh, I was not young enough. I was not like a baby coming from the school. So nobody wants to welcome me. And it was very hard to to find somebody who accepts to form me. Because in France, when you learn this job, you have to spend one week at school and one week in the vineyard. And somebody has to accept you. So Gigondas, Mr. A, was the president of the appellation of Gigondas. And when I call him, I tell him, you're the last one. If you don't accept me, I I can't learn this job. That is what you want. Really? (laughs) You don't want that woman too old for you, not coming from a farm family, learn the job? It's stupid. He tells me, okay, come on, but shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I shut up. <laughs> it's, it, that is true. So after a few days, I understand this guy was fantastic. It was the best teacher I can imagine in Gigondas. I didn't want to learn my job uh, the first year in, in Chateau du Pas because I, I did want to learn something different, okay. a different view of uh, Rhone Valley winemaking. So uh, a year in Gigondas was uh, a happy year. It's a nice town, very nice village, and uh, it's most. I think Gingondas is more traditional as Chateauneuf. Chateauneuf is more modern for me. The school is more traditional. I think, um, like you said, the parkerization has made it uh, more modern. You know, Um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, we're on to. Your shots. What are, and what is what, what what red are we drinking now that you brought? We are drinking a, a cuvee Columbus. It's a gift for you. Thank you. Uh, I have a lot to. J'ai beaucoup à me faire pardonner. I have a lot to. No, me no. To apologize. Thank you. So Columbus, what is that? Columbus is um, a message to the um, sensibilities of fineness. Chateau Neuf du Pape can be some uh, uh, can be a wine very. Silky, 
fresh, mm -hmm. the best expression of the Grenache. This cuvée is made with 100% Grenache coming from three different terroirs. Okay. It's a blend of terroir, sandy soil, limestone, and clay. These three terroirs are coming from the three parts of the appellation, north, east, and west parts. Turn to the north, turn to the east, and turn to the west. One, uh, one is in a Rayas area, one in the orange area, and one in the um, Columbus area. And Columbus gives the name to the cuvée. Columbus is one of the most uh, feminine, maybe, and elegant wine I produce. And I remember, maybe 15 years ago, one of the, maybe the second time as when uh, Robert Parker came to the estate for tasting his wine with me, we sit down in the cellar and he says to me, what do you think about my rating? And I say to Bob, can I do what I think? Really? And he says to me, yes, we are together, tell me. And I say, Mr. Parker, you do a mistake with my wines. Mm. He look at me and say, you know who I am? <laughs> I am Bob. And I, I answer to, to, to him, yes, I know, but you know. You love all the wines I create in Saint-Préfère, classic, Favier and mm -hmm. Giro, mm -hmm. but you don't understand Columbus because mm -hmm. Columbus is the most Burgundy-style wine I produce. And he answered to me, okay, explain. And I said to him, it's, they are pure Grenache, only Grenache. And such a fresh Grenache are like a Pinot Noir in a Rhone Valley. And uh, I think you need more sensation. You prefer more sugar sensation. Mm -hmm. You prefer mm. more, more density, more tannins, more extraction in the wines. He listens to me. And a few days, a uh, few months later, He gives a fantastic rating to my wines. He gives 100 to Columbus. It was 2007, I think so. And I think this man is honest because he can change of mind and he can uh, listen and understand in the, what I want to, to do. Right. He got the context of the one. He had it, exactly. he had it yes. out of the wrong. Once you put things in context... Mm. Um, Mm. And just so I had a uh, this is this is a 2018 at the 2013 last year a friend of mine we went to dinner wow it's good it was really good I love this wine yeah and and to your point so that was that was so it was eight years old when we had it um, it had plenty of life left but it was just, it was um, like I love this wine like it's got for me it's still got like big ripe fruit but it's not too much but it, it the fruit it was and the fruit was dialed down maybe two notches yes and then yes. i was like oh a little bit licorice yeah, yeah. is coming yeah. with bitter yes uh, i use um, entire grapes i don't distinguish oh, so, so, okay so this is this is full cluster okay it's, it's not, yes full wow. cluster okay. yes and uh, i you know i, I change the label every year yes uh, every vintage has a different li label i painting is I paint it because this wine is expression of my singularity. It's a more personal wine I yeah. I do. The more personal project I I create, you know, at the beginning of, of our speech, mm -hmm. I say to you that this um, this uh, uh, making wine is an artistic uh, yes, project for yes, me. Yes, and the label of Columbus is the expression of my artistic sensibility. It's important for me to give 
the temperature of the wine with a label, the temperature of the vintage. Oh, you have a collect. Well, well, that's that's um, wow. Jeff Coach. Jeff, Jeff, ah, yeah. So all your different labels. He's a very good friend of me. He loves my wines. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. <laughs> And the daughter of Jeff is Isabella. Ah, yes. Jeff, you crafty <laughs> devil, you. Um, so this is like this is three different tewa, mm -hmm. and one is near Reas. Um, now, as a vigneron, and shout out to Pop, what is it about Reas that, on a world level, it's just like it's like. That is, I'm <laughs> agree with your, your what you move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you move because. Yeah. Rayas is there yep. in the middle of the of the sky. That is something very special, very different, with a very clear tannins, no deep, and uh, a lot of flowers. Rayas is a area, and uh, Rayas is the identity of the, a family, famous family Renault, and the um, DNA of the family stays in the in the vines yeah. and in the wines. And that is very interesting to understand that this family has a very personal sensibility with uh, elegant, fresh, uh, flowering wines. They are very personal and uh, I respect that. I love that as everybody. I think it's a fantastic star for the appellation and for all. It's a fantastic inspiration for me. All, all is our inspiration. When I drink wines uh, of all the world, I'm inspired. Yeah. And when I uh, I travel, I am inspired. When I am in New York, I change. I will be different when I go back in France and. I find a, a little part of inspiration everywhere I travel. When I drink Rayas, I find a part of uh, inspiration. I understand that people in all the world, world uh, around the world, excuse me, um, love this wine yeah. because this wine is a, a purity in the flowering. It's right. a purity. It's, 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 the, it's the perfume on the nose that is exact. really that, that is, makes it's it. It's pure. Like, like you're, yeah, you don't like. It's one of those wines where you just mm. you'll sniff it for 15 minutes. Where like yes. you, you don't even need it. Whereas, whereas, and so, and that is known for sandy soils, mm -hmm. right? So, and is there? So you have some of this that has sandy soils. Exactly. Yes. And then the other type of soils you said were. The tannins are different in this soil because they are quartz. Okay. The, the, it's a sandy soil, yep. sandy of quartz. And quartz gives a lot of uh, silky tannins in the mousse. The sensation in the middle of the mousse is oh, so silky. It's, it's sensual, very sexy. Yeah. And the... Um, Sensuality in the mousse is important. In the the touch in the mousse is yeah. important for yeah. me. The greatest wine of the world are wines made with a lot of uh, sensuality in the middle of the mousse and a lot of fruits and flowers. They are the greatest wines in the world for me. I'm not looking for strong, strong and uh, a lot of tannins and yeah. wood. No, that is not the style I love. Right. The greatest wine I, I, I taste are like that. Yeah. Uh, with purity in the fruit, purity in the silky tannins. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I mean, that's probably why I like mm. Shadow Nuff so much. Um, so I'm just blown away. I get to have this Colombie. And, mm -hmm. uh, but let's talk about um, 
Cuvier August Favier, which is yes. just which is which a couple years ago. Yes. Twenty nineteen. So either it was twenty nineteen or your twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I must have bought about eight bottles of that. Yes. I think I have one left. I just I can't stop. Couldn't I stop have a scoop it. for you. Yeah. I have a scoop. Yeah. Favier disappear. They are collector because I stopped to produce Favier and Giro. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. Favier and Giro. I quit these two wines yep. 20 years ago when I did arrive in Chateauneuf. I remarked that the level of the vineyard of Chateauneuf du Pape in my state were different. A part of the vineyard were sick, a part were dead, and mm-hmm. I work a lot during the 20 past years. In the same time, I select a part of the vineyard for Favier and a mm-hmm. second part for G- Giro. Mm-hmm. But today, the earth of the vineyard is better and the difference of the two cuvées is not evident. And I try to do a blend with the two and with the new vintage 2020, I create a new, only one great wine called Famille Isabelle Ferrando. And 19, yes, and 19, Reserve Auguste Favier, 19 Collection Chargiro or Iconic because they are the last one I produce. So, <laughs> fortunately, this is not going to drop for about a month. <laughs> so I'm going to go buy a bunch of this shit when I go home. <laughs> go snatch up all the bottles Can't I could. <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, but that wine, um, and you, and so what type of soils was were, were those two grown? Because you meant to know. Yes. Yeah. The soil of Favier is a soil with a, a big proportion of sand okay. and a little part of big, big stones and sand. Okay. And Favier was a blend with Grenache around the 85 and Senso 50. Oh, and we, I think we talked about this, but the Senso. It, yes, it's a, it lifts it. I agree with you. I love Senso. And uh, Favier was more Provençal. Has a, a, the most important Provencal typicity of my wines okay. with the uh, herbs of Provence, Timus, and uh, yep. uh, the sensation of uh, olive and a little bit uh, chocolate, bitter chocolate, flowers, and uh, strawberries. Of course, a yeah. touch of Chateauneuf is strawberries. Has to be. Yes. And Favier has a fantastic um, tasting. It is one of my favorite uh, historic wines of saint Prefer. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think when we were doing our warm up, <clears throat> the twenty questions, um, I said, "What turned you on?" And you said, "The next project." Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so let's before we get into the next project, which is Famille. Yes. The Isabel Ferrando. Let's go back. Just go back again to the beginning because yes, you, you actually, story, of yeah, course, because so you started. I think your first uh, vintage was two thousand and three. Three. Yes. Um, but in 2002, wasn't there like some bad floods? Through the- exactly. Okay, exact. so talk about oh, that. Like it was your choice terrible. to go into the wine business and then there's a catastrophic flood. It was uh, hor- horrible for me because it, there was an, uh, a hurricane in Chateauneuf-du-Pape. And, you know, the 12th of July 2002, we, mm, we buy the estate with my husband. We buy the estate. We spend more money that we 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 didn't have. We had a, a bank with us, and yep. first one month later uh, in September, 
everything was um, crushed. Uh, the vineyard was um, down and uh, mm. the cellar was in the water. There was, it wasn't possible to do wine. And we arrived. It was terrible. And my husband tells me, ah, what happens? I test to him, don't be anxious, darling. It will be okay. <laughs> Next year, it's different. And I spent a year until 2003 to work in the vineyard for making uh, the future uh, vintage 2003. But uh, 2002 is a very bad vintage in the memories of Chateau de Vipap mm -hmm. because without that, it was the end of the world. It runs absolutely... Um, a lot and uh, rain doesn't stop and uh, we don't produce any any fruits. It was uh, a bad dream, very bad dream. So a year later, nature is fantastic. Nature is strong because a year later, everything were we revi. We no, reborn. Yeah, revitalized, reborn. Yes, yeah. reborn yeah. and uh, the plants reborn and. The opposite, it was the driest vintage we ever see at this date. 2003, very dry, 2002, rainy, crazy. My first vintage is 2003. I worked the vineyard and I produced my first wine there. And I quit Reserve Auguste Favier, Collection Chargero. And I, I separate a different area, different terroir for making these two cuvées. Chargero was more masculine expression of the terroir. Favier was more feminine expression of the terroir because it's very fragile, very elegant because of the proportion of uh, Saint-Saul. Yeah. Collection Chargero has a big proportion of Mourvedre, 14% Mourvedre and 60 Grenache. That's... Uh, oh, wow. Yes. Oh, so, wow. It's wow. special. Yeah. Very special. Um so as someone who did not, you weren't from a farm family, yes. how did you look at the vineyards and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that? Like, how did you oh. decide? With the help of Henri Bonneau. Okay. Uh, yeah. Henri arrives and tells me, okay, Isabelle, I will explain to you the terroir of Chateauneuf-du-Pape okay, yeah. and I will explain your terroir. And we spend a long time in the vineyard and he says to me, you know that? It's not the same as that. And he shows me the vine for Favier and the vine for Giraud. As the model of uh, Henri Bonneau Estate with uh, uh, Reserve des Célestins and Cuvée Marie Berrier, who are very different with mm -hmm. different terroirs, he explains to me, Chateauneuf-du-Pape is a school of the terroir and the school of the blend. So you make a blend of the terroir of Favier with Grenache Saint-Sau, a touch of Syrah, and we make a blend with Grenache and Mourvedre for Collection Chargero. He helps me to understand okay. And to make the difference between the level of the earth of the vine, it's important to understand that. And 20 years after, the great family go back. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're surprised yeah. that you be confident and believe oh, no, in I me. Am. I, I, but I do. I, your wines you are, will see. <laughs> are phenomenal. Um, so I do, but it, it's just... I mean, I was just thinking. But like, it's a challenge, you know, to change. It's always a challenge. Right. And, but I think, I think you're fortunate in that people who like Shadow Enough to Pop. Yes. Um, we get it. You know, so it's, 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 it's more, 
for me, it's more cerebral than Bordeaux, right? Like they blend in Bordeaux, but you have so much to choose from. And and like Rhone lovers, we get it. Like we're like, okay, this is going to be, we get excited for stuff like this. Yes. You know, um, versus like, you know, um, you, there's Chateau, First Gross, God bless them. They crank out 100,000 cases of mm. of wine that is always 98 to 100 points and, mm-hmm. and their wines are, they're delicious. Yes. But there's almost, it's almost formulaic over there now versus like, there, no one, listen, no one at a major chateau with the scores you get, uh, uh, equivalent scores, and is going to be like, let me change it up. <laughs> You're not going to do that. Right? <laughs> Bordeaux is, um, for me, Bordeaux is important. Of appellation, course. Or for all the world. For, for the world, yeah. But you can find in Bordeaux fantastic wines in the, in, in the uh, good price. Uh, For example, around Bordeaux, you have uh, Saint-Emilion, of course, and you have That's the, my go-to. Yes, and I you find have... great wines for like exact, $40. Like, exact, yeah. and you can find fantastic yeah, wine for yeah. $40. Yeah, yeah. Bordeaux is fantastic yeah. uh, ambassador of the French wines. Yeah. And uh, I can understand that you are shocked by the price of the Gris Chateau. Right. But... Bordeaux is not only great chateau, they are fantastic, no, and, good wines. And now there's like Cote de Bordeaux, exactly. which are emerging. The, but, yes. but always my play really has been saint um, Yes, because there's, uh, it's very... Cote de Castillon is fantastic. Fantastic, yes. You can find those for like under 25 and they're really good. Yes. You know, if you know what you're doing. Yes, exactly, yes. But, you know, again... Uh, you know, this is going to be a fun episode for people. I'm like, oh my God, she's not making that wine anymore. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about going from flood to first vintage to the rebirth of the vineyard to the terroir uh, masterclass by Bono yeah. to all of, over those years, the past 20 years, like, what changed in the style to for ah. you to come back to like I'm going to make one wine? It's in- in- interesting. I, I am modern woman, so you I, are. I, I, yes, I introduce it uh, every year something new in my style because mm-hmm. I move. I'm not the same uh, as uh, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, for me, wines has to be more and more fresh every year. And for me, the challenge of the next year is to offer the best wine as possible in uh, immediately availability and a fantastic freshness and fantastic well-balanced. And I I am inspired by uh, everything uh, I see, everything, everybody I meet. I spend a long time in the vineyard of my colleague in the rest of the world, okay. all around the world. Yeah. And uh, I listen every, uh, everything. For example, I change uh, a part of my aging in the reds. I use Enfort okay. today mm-hmm. for aging my wines. I use... Uh, uh, a glass vat for the, the white. Yes, it's new. And uh, it's not finished because slowly I will offer to the consumers the new idea I have for the best wine I love. And uh, it will be an eternal renew for me. My daughter, Guillemette, is arriving in the next two years. She's 25. And I know she will give me 
or their ID or their modernity in the style of the wines. We stay a modern family and uh, I want to offer modern wines, not um, archaeologic wines. It's not my subject. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wine no. sees Bryant. Or, yeah, it's a living thing, so why shouldn't it yes. evolve as we evolve, right? Exactly, you know? yes, um, yes. What's that? Tell, talk about your daughter. So she's, she said she'll be 25. So she's grown up in the vineyards. Yes. What, what was it like having your daughter in the vineyards those first when she was young? Like, did she come along in the vineyards and play? What was it like? So as the last past 24 years, she says to me, I never will do no wines, ma'am. <laughs> so I thought, okay, why not? She can do everything else. And a year ago, she f she calls me. She she makes a, a great business call. She was in London, in Berlin, oh, in wow. Paris. Okay, and she calls me uh, last uh, spring and tells, "Mom, I sit down, please." Okay, I sit down, and she tells me, "I am uh, in the for the next year. I am in the wine school of Bonn for learning the job of winemaking." And say, "Ah." Oh, Guillemette, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic dream. Why? She tells me, I never say to you, but I am interested. <laughs> so, okay. I know she has a big sensibility. I know she has a fantastic tasting because she loves wine. Mm -hmm. She spent six years in uh, Bonn and Burgundy Vineyard, one week in the school like me, and one week in the winery of Jean-Marc Rouleau in Meursault. And then she will go back. She will travel to Napa Valley mm. in September. And she spends the next uh, vinification in the Esley Vineyard in Napa Valley with a team of Ellen Mango, fantastic woman, fantastic woman I met. And then she go back. She will fly to New Zealand. Oh, wow. She spent a vinification in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And then... I hope she will spend a, a good moment in, uh, in Spain, maybe in Alvaro Palacios, in Priorat, or everywhere in Spain, following in the high, high temperature and making good wines in the hot, hot weather. That is a project of my daughter. I'm happy because, you know, when you plant vine, mm -hmm. it's not for you. Right. It's for the next generation. Mm -hmm. And I believe in the next generation. I love this time. I'm not afraid. I love the challenge of the weather. I'm, I'm, I am very optimist. I know that the young will do what they have to do for changing the future. Mm -hmm. I am confident. I know that uh, they are able to do it. I'm absolutely confident in the young people. I believe in them. And I love this epoch, this moment. This moment is a challenging moment. We have to do what we have to do, but we can do it, don't it? It's in America, you're able to understand that we can do it. Yeah. It's a question of um, mentality and it's a question of decision. Yeah. We have to decide to do it. But I'm optimist. We will do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, <clears throat> what would you... Um, what what are you most proud of over the course of your career? Um, because you're, you're it seems like you're a, you were a pioneer, a female pioneer down in uh, Chateauneuf. Yes. Is it is it just 
the amazing wines or is it is it are you most proud of that your daughter now is going to become a winemaker like what really what are you most i'm proud um, about the fact that my team chose me oh wow yes because i have a lot of respect for my team they are very nice people very intelligent people and i consider that people choice you it's not the opposite when people arrive in the estate they say to me i want to work with you madame ferrando and oh, for me uh, i was do touched. people just walk up like yes wow. yes and they arrive and tells me i want to work with you for example they there are a spanish guy who are teacher mm -hmm. uh, in the in the life and they spend a year with me and stay and say we lose the school just spending a year with you That's fantastic. It's a collective adventure making wines. I am proud of, about the fact that people choose me. I am proud about, about the fact that uh, consumers love my wines. It's a way for saying to me, we are agree with, which, with your choice. They are agree with my choice, with my wines, with my vision of the vineyard and of the wines. And so that is what I am proud. Of course, I will be proud of my daughter, but she has to... to To make the job. Yeah, well, Mama knows the job, so she's not mm. gonna, you're not going to slack off. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I mean? Yeah. Children has to do the job. Yeah, I'm sure she can. Yeah, she's able, of course. Yeah. She's my daughter. She works hard. But for the moment, I'm proud about um, the customer's choice, my wines, and my team choice, the estate where they they work. That is my. Speaking of team, we had a, a California winemaker out here, and that was also his thing. His team was amazing. Yes. Um, how long? What's the average time your team? How long has your team been together? Like he, he has a, a what are they called uh, quadrio in Spanish, but it's called the squad. Like there was these five uh, guys who've been there for like, mm. and they've grown out. It's like how long has like your core people been? Usually, they oh, before before the COVID, people yeah. stay seven years okay. with me. Yeah, but. Since the COVID, the mentality changed, and it's a sign of the of the time. Yeah, the people want to stay two, three years, okay. maybe more. They are not sure, but they they say me between two and three years, and uh, we create a team. Uh, I don't create; they create the mm. team. And you know, I have a special vision of the management. There is no boss. Everybody is a boss. Every's body is responsible of her, her act. Mm -hmm. And um, the team is fantastic because of that. We just speak by phone when I am in USA. We speak about the option of working in the vineyard and we all agree and they do. Uh, there is no boss uh, around them and nobody is uh, at the clock and say, okay, go, okay, stop, no. It doesn't exist. But they are very, very enga engaged. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the project are, is our project. Mm. It's a new way of managing. And uh, for me, it's uh, comfortable because I am confident. I have no anxious. When I go back, the job is made. Yeah. That is the most important. Mm -hmm. the, the, the other face of that is that we share the result. Mm. We share It does mean we are, my estate is in capitalist estate, of course, but the results are shared between the employers and the investments. Mm -hmm. 
and not only for me and my daughter, the owner. It's important to understand that. That is the only way for me for this project will be the best mm -hmm. uh, and uh, obtain the best results. Et ça marche, and it goes. It's a, a good, good model. It works very good. So, and, and you're a banker, so you know. So and you I was a banker. Are you yes, a banker? I know. <laughs> yes. Money is necessary for investment, but that it's not the object. Right. No. It, 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 it's like you said, I've, I think you've said it alone, like the whole Rhone region is, is its family, its yes. connection to the land. It's um, so, you know, I think it's wonderful that like they're a part of it it's not you know, they're not okay well you pick the grapes but wine's made boom goodbye thanks you know it's actually they actually mm -hmm. are part of it the, the the system are new and the mentality are different and we have to understand what people really want and we have to respect the new vision of each one mm. that is my view and uh, i can accept that somebody tells me i just want to stay two years no more mm -hmm. because in my life that is two two years for you okay so what do you want to do and what you, do you give us and we give to you mm -hmm. and it works But we have to be very clear, very clear and honest. Yeah. The only point that everybody has to share is the vision, wow. organic vision, mm -hmm. and the model of the family business, mm -hmm. not uh, money business, mm -hmm. family business. Mm -hmm. And uh, the woman, owner of the business. But I agree. That's not a subject for us. There are a lot of uh, religion in my team. Okay. Yes, that is no question. A lot of religion, a lot of sexuality, a lot of... Uh, that's not most my subject. My subject is we are together for share this project. And it works. Okay. <laughs> so um, one last question for you wrap up. Tell me, what was the bottle of Shadow Enough to Pop that just made you go wow ah. i think i might need to make this wine was it i one? think to the cuvee special henri bono 90 cuvee special it's a special wine that henri uh, produced only two years 1998 twice we drink it together in his um, house with my husband Henri and my husband uh, were very friends, okay. and they passed away, oh. both. So that's a great memory for me to remember this moment around the table when we share this bottle with uh, the wife of Henri, of course, and Marcel and my daughter, Guillemette. And we drink this wine with lamp from okay. Mont Ventoux. It was a fantastic moment because Henri speaks a lot. He was uh, happy. We were happy. And I think it's uh, one of the best bottles of my life because of the moment and the people around the table. Fantastic bottles. I have two others in my cellar. I am lucky, very lucky. Yes, I'm waiting for the good moment for the <laughs> with a good person for sharing the <coughs> bottle. Black wine guy's coming over. <laughs> so you want to bust out one of those bottles? And... 
<rire> Some of that tinso. <rire> Did you know this wine, uh, cuvée spéciale Henri Bonneau? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Did you heard? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's the bottle I had. It was it was a it was one of the barrels that was going to go into ah, that. Ah. And this merchant in New Jersey said, "Give me that barrel." And he bought. So it's basically the same wine. That's the wine that did it for me. Ah, I was like okay. that ninety Bonneau, uh, you know, cuvée spéciale. Yeah. Okay. Just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. And it's... I had been in the wine business like two years I didn't, I didn't even know really what it was i just knew it was it was just a stunning wine yes just i was like and and it's even the name shout enough to pop it's sexy so you know there you go <laughs> <laughs> i agree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> isabel thank you so much for um coming in and i'm mm -hmm. glad we got to do this. Thank you so much for this moment. Um, tell people where they can find out more about your wines, what your website is, whatever your Instagram is. The wines arrive in New York in the next two months. A new cuvée, Family Isabel Ferrando 2020, and there's 21 for the white. Columbus stays. Okay. Uh, Columbus 20 arrives. And in the next year, you will see all the projects uh, I will Well, we'll have to sit down again next year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for uh, New Yorker people who love the Chateau Neuf du Pape and my wines it's always a great moment I was touched by the town today because I find New York a little bit sleeping I hope it's New York it's wake a up it's a little dormant after COVID yes. there's a COVID I can understand. hangover and mm. we're hoping it bounces back I mean it's mm. it is a little challenging and some, but some, life is stronger But Don't life, yeah, exactly. Life is stronger than all of us. It's going to keep going. So, yes. Just remember, the planet will be here. We might not. So, the planet is going to survive. <laughs> so we. The planet will survive. Yeah, so, I know so, that. So, and uh, New like York said, will be. And life comes back. You know, that's New York is a tough city. It's just. Um, mm. It's and it's just in one of those. One of those cycles right now. So, mm. so everybody, we're going to put Isabel's information, as you know, in the show notes. Make sure you check out the show notes for each episode. That's where you find the info on the wines we drank. Um, these incredible wines we drank today. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, links to some of the, uh, you know, like I said, we'll put our social links, links to the website for, uh, for now it's going to be Famille Isabel Ferrando. And until next time, my friends, to all you mavericks, philosophers, deep thinkers, and wine drinkers, we again, we had another guest that checks off all those boxes. It's your boy MJ saying peace. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. You had some fun while you were here. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you want to be an insider and get special content, make sure you go over to blackwineguy.com and get on our email list. 